0: You are listening to the Seafood News Podcast brought to you by Erner Berry. Ernerberry is heading to Boston for Seafood Expo North America from march tenth through march twelfth. Meet with Ernerberry's Seafood Market Reporters and Sales Team at Booth Number three hundred sixty four. I'm Seafood News Senior Editor Amanda Buckle, and joining my co-host Lauren Castiglione and I is Pat Shanahan, the seafood marketing expert and executive director of the brand new Wild Alaska Soul Association. Let's take a listen. Hi, Pat. Thanks for joining us on the Seafood News Podcast. Hi, thanks for having me on. So Lauren and I have had the pleasure of talking to you quite a few times, but never Wild Alaska Soul. So when news broke last month about Alaska Flatfish Producers forming a new marketing association for Wild Alaska Soul, with you serving as the executive director, we knew we had to get you on the podcast. And I was hoping you could start us off by telling us how the Wild Alaska Soul Association came about. And also, is it, you know, so the abbreviation is W-A-S-A. Is it W-A-S-A? Or... <laughs> Some people
1: no. say it that way. Now it will <laughs> most, <be. laughs> most people say W-A-S-A.
0: we're going to say, we're going to (laughs) say, I'm excited about this, Pat. So so tell us, tell us how it came about.
1: (laughs) So it's really a story of another fish that needs love and attention. And the producers of wild Alaska Soul, who fish in the Bering Sea and the Gulf of Alaska realized that their fish just wasn't being recognized for all of its great benefits. And so, and, and those are benefits that consumers and buyers really want, especially these days. So they got together, they, they already fished cooperatively, but they got together and formed a new organization that would handle the marketing of Wild Alaska Soul.
0: And that's, and that's where you come into play, the marketing guru over here. <laughs> yeah. So given the vast size of the Alaska flatfish fishery, what do you see as some of the major challenges or misconceptions regarding Wild Alaska Soul?
1: Well, one of the most interesting challenges is nomenclature about Mm -hmm. this, this group of fish because we're working with four major species from the alaska flatfish fishery yellowfin sole alaska place flathead sole and rock sole so depending they all have similar characteristics, but depending on where you are in the United States, that fish might be called sole or flounder because those mm-hmm. are the legally uh, the legal names commercially. So part of our focus in the United States is going to be getting to add the Alaska nomenclature to those, to those two names because either is fine, but we want to make sure that people understand where this fish is from in the U.S. market because Alaska, we know from the research, really adds to the value and credibility of the fish fishery and the actual products coming out of those fisheries so oh, that's one of our big biggest challenges yeah
0: yeah when I mean, you see Alaska you know it's 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 bound to be sustainably harvested all these good things coming out of Alaska so so that's huge but I mean you're right like I mean my family too I'm like they're they're learning more now about seafood with me you know being with seafood news and, and Erner berry but a lot of people don't understand like flounder and sole, and and it can be very confusing so that's really great to hear that that someone is out there and trying to tackle this, and and like I said, you're you're the person for this. You were previously the program director for the Association of Genuine Alaska Pollock Producers, and you played a big role in getting the name Alaska Pollock out there when when products were previously just labeled, you know, white fish or pollock. And now the name Alaska Pollock is everywhere, especially this time of year with with Lent, you know, just starting off and. All the limited time sandwich offerings that are being advertised and, and featured as Alaska Pollock are there any pages that you're pulling from from that playbook? Well yes definitely the
1: work that I did at Gap and the work that Gap is is continuing to do has done really a lot as you've mentioned to increase awareness for that fish we're going to use some of those tried and true methods but we also have some new things because this is a different species that we're thinking about doing and we'd be really happy to come back and tell you more about those as they develop
0: i was going to say can you tease anything but we'll be patient <laughs> <laughs> well, well where do you start uh, can you tell us where like where do you even begin yeah i can tell you what we're going on now <laughs> yeah so
1: we really wanted to build a strong base for, for this fish because we're trying to create an identity and a brand for it. So one of the first things that we did was go out and do consumer research to, to determine, you know, what the current perceptions are about this fish, what the level of awareness is, a baseline study so we can see if we're gonna make progress in with the work that we're doing, what's working, what's not, and also just get a really good idea of what consumers are valuing around this sort of fish offering. So we're using this research to develop our brand strategy. And that's we're working on right now so that that's everything from how the brand's positioned, its character you know how we're gonna visually portray that to the world, the kind of messages that are going to resonate along with that brand. So that's what we're working on now and we're, we'll use once we know that, We'll be able to take really solid data to buyers to be able to say, this is what consumers said they wanted. Here's how we're addressing it. Here's how we can help you sell more of this product um, in the future.
0: I'm assuming you're looking at both retail and food service. Yes, definitely. Both. Commercial and non-commercial food service and retail. And and where is where is soul primarily found now? Are you finding it? It are people mainly buying it? You know, at the grocery store, are they finding it more on, on fine dining menus? Where is where's... well,
1: it's found both at retail and food service. And the great thing about this species is it can go everywhere from QSR food service side and you know catering, hospitals, schools all the way to a fine dining application. So, you know, you can even serve a whole sole off the bone and have that be a very European style presentation, for instance. So I'm really excited about the culinary aspects of this fish and all of the various ways we can encourage restaurants to use it. And then on the consumer side, you know, it cooks in like two to three minutes um per side. You know, it's like very, very fast to cook. So I think the convenience factor is gonna be really perfect for families and for people who really need uh, quick meal
0: options. Yeah sold. You're talking to the right, right people. I was just going to say, it seems like <laughs> it has all the attributes. It's just getting the messaging out there, getting the, the education mm-hmm. out there. So yeah. the hard work is done for you. <laughs> yeah.
1: And we know, we know from our research that, that people who've tried it and, and are familiar with the product, they love it. So that's, you know, that's not a hurdle that we're going to have to get over of convincing people to like it. It's just that they don't, they aren't thinking
0: about it or they're not aware of
1: it. So that's, that's a fun part of the job, actually. Just
0: from my own perspective, I see it a lot on menus for like catering. By us, there's always like crab stuff sold but that's really the, the extent of, of where I've seen it. So, you know, I I never really knew about pollock and now all I see is pollock, but not even just pollock, Alaska pollock. So I'm really excited now that, that you guys are showing up, I'm going to be keeping an eye out. And like, I'm like, okay, I'm ready. Like I'm ready to see the start happening. I mean, it's not even just with the last, I feel like Maine lobster is also like a great example. I think the time is right for this association. and, And like I said, I'm really excited to see See what you're doing. Yeah. And will we be seeing a presence at the upcoming Seafood Expo North America or Seafood Expo Global? Well, I'm certainly going
1: and I know our members will be there and we're looking forward to meeting with buyers and secondary processors of the product to tell them what we're up to and that this group has been formed and what that's going to mean for them in the future. So that's the, that's what we'll be tackling this year.
0: Okay. And are you primarily focusing just on the U.S.?
1: The U.S. and Europe. Alaska flatfish is is also very popular in European markets, particularly okay. in the UK, France, Germany, and Italy.
0: Okay. Well, Pat, is there anything else you you could tease about the Wild Alaska Soul Association? Um, no, I think that, I think that's about it. I'd love I'll give you, I'd love to give you a scoop. <laughs> We'll come back to you for that. We'll we'll be yeah. haunting you. Lauren and I love to haunt people. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> well, Pat, thank you so much for joining us and telling us about Wasa. Or wassa, wassa. <laughs> Oh, she's gonna be immediately regretting she's this. Like, I'm canceling <laughs> any other. This is the Pat's last time on the CP News podcast, everyone. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah.
1: I thought you were gonna ask me about falling down the stairs. Oh
0: my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. I was I'm all ready, so ready for that. Do you remember it? Because I, I, swear, Lawrence. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. T- I was trying
1: not to like. it's <laughs> just.
0: Out again. I'm like exactly. we have got to
1: get that girl some extra tufts.
0: It happened three times <laughs> and I was just watching it like I don't know if she's joking or if she's having a medical episode. I, just, <laughs> I know.
1: If I had really thought about it, I should have just sent you a you know, a pair of extra tufts because <laughs> No, it's sorry, uh, they're kind of big and heavy to mail, but
0: uh, yeah. well, now the little I short
1: ones, yeah, they, yeah. they don't take up much room in your suitcase that way.
0: Next time, if I'm ever invited back on a vessel, which I might <laughs> <You> not be, <laughs> but we'll I will invite you on one of Insurance risk. Yeah. I will not be wearing Vans next but time. thank I God you were holding those handrails tight. Because yeah. Recording oh yeah, because you didn't do that. I was like,
1: oh, I'm really glad I watched this most recent one because... <laughs> gonna ask me about her falling down the stairs and i do not should i out her or not
0: yes always (laughs) i'm just glad that i can bring joy to people (laughs) because lauren seriously every once in a while i'll just get like uh something in my instagram was like remembering that time that my friend fell down the stairs like three years ago and it still brings me joy and that's what i'm i'm glad i have that yeah yeah all right thanks again pat for for haunting (laughs) us you're haunting us this was this was great payback right (laughs)